your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Um, we get this. Uh, maybe underrated chant would have been better than overrated. Uh, I've, I've come to subscribe to your uh, theory of chanting overrated is uh, it's like <laughs> it's, it's more hurtful to your team than it is to the other team. Um, probably I've probably more than once in my life been among those that have chanted overrated without really thinking what I was saying. But, um, I, you know, we're hopefully we can we can grow from that. I was. I, was, uh, <laughs> I don't think we're going to grow. For, I don't think our student section is going to grow from that. I Prof- think they will do that in every student section till the end of time. Yeah, in every city. Yeah, it, in it, every student section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not just not not just at Texas Tech. Not just here. No. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't storm the court uh, last night. I mean, they waited until Kansas had left and. And then the, they had sung the Matador song, and then folks came down on the floor to congratulate the players. But it wasn't like it was an immediate swarm or anything like that. So um, that's uh, that's a sign of maturity as well as a basketball program that it wasn't. This is not new. I mean, that a beatdown of that like that of that school and a, a team ranked that high that that was new. I mean, you know, we've seen some of that in in the past. Um, but that was kind of cool. The commissioner was in attendance last night. I wonder if um, he'll get a ringling from uh, Bill Self going, hey, you know, whining about the officials. But I mean, it wasn't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't really feel like there was that much to whine about last night. I mean, um, it's different, you know, when you're at the game and you're not able to see all the replays and hear all the commentary and things like that. But it didn't didn't seem to me like there was a whole lot of you know bad calls or anything last night. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think it was bad, and I also didn't think Self was complaining that much. I mean, the one where he got teed up, I think he was in. He was right. Um, you know, the Tech player pushed. You know, first, and then the mm-hmm. Kansas player responded, and we see it all the time in sports. The second guy, sure, yeah, sure, and the second guy got hit, and then mm-hmm. I don't know what was said between the two of them because. Even after the first technical, it did kind of look like he'd stopped going after the official and just kind of backed away. But I, I don't know if it – I mean, I don't know what the words were coming out of his mouth. or. Yeah, what, I think but, he had, he admitted yeah. that he probably said something that yeah. uh, pulled the magic trigger for the second yeah. one. And I don't know if it was the – was it the same official that teed him up both times or was it a second one that got him for the the, I, the second? I believe it was the same one for okay. both. I, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I believe. Anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Obviously, I'm a tech homer, but I didn't think one way or the other it was, it was that bad. I, I mean, again, I bet you, <laughs> I bet you about seventy five percent percent of the time, when a head coach loses his mind over a call, mm-hmm. okay, that's probably one that he was right on. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. it's probably one that he was right on. I mean, yeah. if he's going to be that angry, mm-hmm. um, and I think he was right on this one. Yeah. Okay. You know, they gripe and complain about other ones through the course of the game, trying to Mm -hmm. get calls and all the above. But it feels like a lot of times when they're really upset, they're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all human. I mean, you're you're not going to, 
you're not going to referee a perfect game, just like you're probably not going to. I mean, you just go back to Kelvin Sampson a couple games ago. Yeah. I mean, he was right. Yeah. Right? Go back to Tang against Iowa State when he got teed up. Mm -hmm. He was right. Yeah. Okay. And Self was right in this one. Yeah. Not always that way, but. Now he chose. He chose. He he. I mean, we're not talking about a guy that's in his first year of being a head coach and wondering how far he can push the officials. He knew that his feet were right there, and that yeah. he he chose he chose to go over the line. What? Yeah. And I I don't I don't think at that point in time there was really anything that he could do. Um, you know, because I think the game. Yeah. I think it was over. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was over. You know, at the under eight mark, probably of that of that game, because there was a, Kansas really had no response to any of the punches that uh, the Texas Tech was throwing last night. Yeah, I would have gone before that. I would have gone the under sixteen, not the under eight. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, you're you know, sometimes teams can get on a, on a roll, and I I don't have the I don't have the rundown in front of me in terms of how far ahead you were at eight or at twelve, but. Seemed yeah, like I mean, it was it, seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, it felt it, yeah. it felt like once you got to under twelve, it's like okay, this game's over. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, see, just make sure that you don't, you know, make it, you know, allow them to get hot and hit some threes, and then feel like that they've got uh, an opportunity. Uh, somebody asked this: Do you think Kevin McCullough enjoyed his final trip to United Supermarkets Arena? I wouldn't think so. I mean, his team he plays for got beat. It's not like they had any kind of. Special ceremony for you. Oh, welcome back, Kevin. Let's roll out the red carpet for you. <laughs> I, I, I think that texter wasn't really. I know it was I sarcasm. Think he was being sarcastic. I, know, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he really enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. Or, the, or as you would like to call it, facetious. Facetious. Yeah, facetious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he was being funny. Funny. I think he was really. What that texter was saying was. Nana, nana, boo, boo, <laughs> Kevin McCuller. <laughs> or, sorry about you. Sorry about you. Yeah, sorry about you. Right. Uh, this, you could tell, self wanted out of there. He did it on purpose. He couldn't stand watching his own team play. Then the official should have made him sit there and watch it. <laughs> then the official should have said to him the classic line, uh, if we're going to have to stay out here, so are you. So are you. <laughs> but he was, I, you know, the thing that was going through my head when that was all after they had teed him up the second time because he kept going i mean he was all the way out to mid court it's like can you get a third technical i mean and i seriously i seriously wondered that going okay you know he's 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 here he's done this can they can they give another one can they give one to the bench because it's like at what point in time do they say hey uh go along little doggy you know because it was he he was getting his money's worth. Well, maybe if you don't, they were allowing if you don't him to leave get... in a timely manner and all that, you, you, I get. I don't know if, about the third technical. I think that's a good question that you asked, but I think that you can get suspended, you can get fined, and all the above. And he wants to make sure he's not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Brandon says this, and I did. I did see some of this. And McCuller smiled a lot. And he hugged the facility guys. He seemed completely unbothered. Yeah, I saw him talking to. Some some boosters and when they were chanting "We want Kevin," he was just bobbing his head to to the beat of it. Yeah, (laughs) another dumb chant. That was a dumb chant. He's injured. He's not in a uniform. He can't come into the game. Mm -hmm. 
But, you know, sometimes the student body gets... I know, they they're, get, ju- they they're involved and that's good. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, they and, think they're clever, yeah. but they're involved, that's good. Yeah, I mean... They're they making were, atmosphere. I'm, I'm a yes, fan of it. Right? Yes, they were... They what were, they're saying is doesn't always make sense. Right. Very similar to this show, but yeah. it's still fun. And, you know, we want Kevin as appropriate. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying that to your grandmother, where there are other things that we have heard from the student section that we don't want our grandmother hearing. That's, yeah. That's very fair. Yeah. And I think there was some of that last night, too. There was some of that. Oh, last night. I'm sure there was. <laughs> there was yeah. some of that last night. And again, yeah. like I could hear that on television. Not the not the first arena to have that, you know, yes. that chant, you know, fill right. in the blank. You yeah. Know. I love that our students make it a great atmosphere. So and it was it was you take great, the good with the bad a little bit there. It was it was a great atmosphere last night. It was it was loud last night. And uh, I mean, I thought it was loud Saturday against UCF, but it was a whole different level um, last night. And, you know, part of it, you're playing the number six team in the country. Part of it, you're playing KU. Uh, and then part of it, your team just was playing extremely well. And, you know, as that as those shots rained in, I mean, it just, when it does, is it just, it fans the fire, fuels the flame of, um, of, the, of the arena and the audience and everything like that. So it was, it was all cool. Um, and speaking of the fuel and the flame, man, the... Uh, the pyros before the ball game were outstanding. The flames and the the introductions. I mean, those were they had it turned up on high last night, Jimmy. Were they different than normal? I don't know. It just felt what? like it. I just felt a little more heat last night. I just okay. it just it felt like it was turned up just a little bit higher. Didn't touch somebody the, saying that you were sitting down in the in the look who who's sitting here seats. I did. I did sit. So in maybe the, you were just closer to them. I was closer to them, but I mean, by I, like a whole floor. I was closer to them. Gee, you think, that, you think that would make them hotter? But I mean, I've been there. I've, I've sat there before. It just seemed like last night it was just ratcheted up a little extra. So I didn't have a chance to talk to the fire guys at all. So shocking, shocking. I did. I did have a nice little conversation with one of the officials. We just had exchanged pleasantries, you know, during the during one of the timeouts. Didn't. Didn't ask for anything or anything like that. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. On the Morning Drive, it is Valentine's Day Eve, February the 13th, 2024. Here is Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. Is that a thing we need to know? Valentine's yes. Eve? I just, I made it up as I Christmas was, Eve, New Year's Eve, I'm in. Yeah. Valentine's I just, Eve, I just, really? I just made it up as I was, as I was sitting here. Well, I uh, created Jeff- something, Jeffrey. I would say if you had a significant other and you are one that um, is required to purchase said gift or flowers or something for do I have to buy something for the eve? Well, you get it today, so it's ready for tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, if you just get it after work tomorrow, they get up tomorrow morning. They're like, he forgot his Valentine's Day. I was they, thinking get it before today, but, you know, have it in hand ready to go. Well, not if you're getting flowers. See, I solved that problem by never buying flowers. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'll do chocolate. I'll do teddy bears. I'll do a million other things. I don't okay. do flowers. Okay, so same difference. If you're buying chocolate, I mean, it's it's Eve. Hey, you've, you've mm-hmm. dragged your feet long enough, just like at Christmas, right? So it's Christmas Eve. You better get your right. gifts. This, the selection of the chocolates may not be the selection that yeah. you're looking for. They may be, there may not be any left. I think you're speaking 
like a guy who doesn't have a significant other right now, and so you don't think. So you're going to celebrate Valentine's Eve? No, I no. just that's my that's my point. We're celebrating Valentine's. We're not celebrating. We're celebrating yet. anything. He's warning just, people: get your gifts yeah, just, before tomorrow. Just a little man helping man. Hey, just FYI. By the Nobody's way, he's having parties today. Yeah, no, I'm just checking. It's nobody lighting Advent candles or anything like that. Getting tamales or anything like that. Well, Churches I mean, you can still up. get tamales. There's nothing stopping you from getting yeah. tamales. They're awesome. Why wouldn't you want to have tamales? Yeah. 1937. It is as a single person, is this a day? Is tomorrow a day you hate? Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Can't be a bad day. Care. You don't care. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. We're fine. When mm-hmm. I was a single person, it never bothered me at all. It did or didn't? Didn't. Didn't. Yeah, yeah it didn't bother me. I'm not desperate. Yeah. <laughs> 1937, Boston Redskins receive approval from the NFL to move to Washington, D.C. to share the baseball Griffin Stadium with the first Washington Senators of the American League. 1965, U.S. Female Figure Skating Championship won by Peggy Fleming. 11 years later, in 76, American Dorothy Hamill wins the free skate to clinch the women's figure skating gold medal at the Innsbruck Winter Olympics. 1989. I put this on here because I remember this happening and having the thought of why would he need to do that? Oklahoma football player Charles Thompson is charged with selling cocaine. He is later sentenced to two years in prison. Well, I'm sure he was trying to make some money he didn't want uh he didn't want to deliver pizzas or he didn't want to you know work at your keep in mind i was like 11 at this time yeah so i was like why would a football player need to sell cocaine like it didn't resonate i couldn't wrap my head around ask ask nate newton or bam morris oh sure i i just remember this one happening that's all uh and in 1999 rayford young scores 41 points Mm. with 12 successful free throws in the final 146, as Texas Tech upsets number 24, Kansas, 90-84. to What were you guys doing ranked only 24th? I don't know. I don't know. That was, that was What year was that again? 1999. Man, I loved Rayford Young. 1999. Okay. Yeah, well, that was at the arena. Uh, the Jayhawk Killers set a couple of seats down for me uh, last night. They didn't need him last night, but Daryl Dora was in the building. It's good. Yeah, was in the building, looking good. And there was a shot that Williams put up, and I, or one of the KU guys put it up, I guess it was. And I heard Daryl Dorgo. Oh, that was a good shot. And there was this even. He was like, "Good shot." And that was even before the shot was down. I mean, he knows, right? He knows. He's been around enough. He's a good shot, and then it went down. Oh wow! <laughs> Echo. <laughs> Happy National Tortellini Day. And happy National Italian Food Day. I'm out on the tortellini. I just don't care for it. Tortellini is exactly what? It's like a round version of a of ravioli, basically. It's a a curved noodle with a it's usually like a cream, like a cheese thing in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm out on the cheese thing in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Neil McDonald, who was Buck from Band of Brothers. He's 58. Coach K, 77. Randy Moss, 47. Drew Henson, 44. Gary Patterson, 64. And World Series champion Nathan Avaldi is 34. And on this day, 
1861. The earliest military action to be awarded a Medal of Honor is performed by Colonel Bernard J.D. Irvin, an assistant army surgeon serving with the first major U.S. Apache conflict. Near Apache Pass in southern Arizona, Irwin volunteered to go to rescue uh, the rescue of 2nd Lieutenant George M. Bascon, who was trapped with 60 of his men in, in the U.S. 7th Infantry by the Apaches. Irwin and 14 men, initially without horses, began the 100-mile trek to uh, uh, while they were riding on mules. After fighting and capturing Apaches along the way and recovering stolen horses and cattle, they reached Bascom's forces on February 14th and proved instrumental in breaking the siege. Although his bravery in this conflict was the earliest Medal of Honor action, the award itself was not created until 1862, over a year later. And he was not awarded it until January 21st of 1894 for the highest military honor. And that is this day in sports history. All right, this day in sports history, 6.53 this morning here on the morning drive. Take your uh, thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double T973.com for that of the mobile app. Mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, this from uh, Jordan. One day Jeff will find a woman who loves Star Wars and gaming as much as he does. Is that possible? Oh, I bet there's plenty of them out there. I know lots of females who are really into Star Wars. Gaming? I don't know about gaming. I really don't, besides Jeff, know anybody else who's into gaming. I know there are millions of people yeah. out there. Sure. I just yeah. don't hang out with them. Yeah. And let's also realize I'm also into sports and television and movies and other things, and too. And his dog. It's, and my dog. Big fan yeah. of my dog. Yeah. You're not just a single-focused kind of guy. Right. I've got, like, 85 interests. Yeah. Multi multifaceted. I, I'm just the one that you all know that plays video games. Yeah. Probably too much. <laughs> Too? Too much? Probably. Yeah, probably too much. Yeah. Uh, this somebody said wipe white out was a wipe out. Um, I I thought there were a number. There was a lot of white out there. I don't know that it was a white out. I think you're just encouraged to wear white. I, I, I didn't get the impression that it was like white out, white out. Woo, 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 woo. I mean, it was it was like encouraged to wear white. I hope somebody saved that from television. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. Encouraged to wear white and it being a white out yeah. is. There was a. Was it just a smattering? Like, I mean, there was a lot of people wearing. When white you're encouraged to wear white, it seems like they're saying, "Hey, we want to do a white out." Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it wasn't like you know, bust all the doors down, you know. And, Market the world, paint the town white, so to speak. So I mean, you didn't wear white? I did. Yeah, okay. I wore white. Me and the lucky lady wore white last night. Yeah. Wore white to the game on white Saturday. White bucks? I did not. You know what? I should have. I should have worn my white bucks last night, but I didn't. <laughs> it's after Labor Day, but that wouldn't have mattered. It's a white out. Maybe I'll wear them to the pink game, which is uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's the pink game. Tomorrow's the pink game for the you Labor Day. You don't have pink game. bucks? I don't, but I've got a nice sweet pink tie that I can wear. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. The Morning Drive, a little baseball music. We're just a couple of days out from uh, Texas Tech Baseball. They'll be uh, in Arlington starting on Friday. We'll get, uh, we'll pick 
we'll pick your brain quite a bit about that over the next couple of days. See what you can, what kind of knowledge you can, you can put on us so we can have some good conversations Friday afternoon and into the weekend about the Red Raider baseball team. Mm. If you're going to use the knowledge, I'll quote I, you. I give you to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to save it. No, I'm just kidding. You're going to save it. That's yeah. okay. I don't yeah. want to, you know, give it all away before we. Oh, I know. There, I, you'll you know? save some nuggets. You'll save plenty. There's plenty of reason to stay tuned to you. I mean, there's plenty of reasons to tune in. And we won't, I'm not going to ask you to empty your bucket or anything like that. Okay, Do you have a bucket that you carry with you of knowledge? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> very large. I, I call it my pal. Your your pal? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, one uh, one more thing from uh, from Coach McCaslin. As uh, the Red Raiders are now 7-4 and four on the season and uh, move their record overall to 18-6. and six. Here is him on aspirations for Texas Tech. Yeah, well, we he said it, but we just want this to be the toughest place to play college basketball, period. And we want to win championships here. And I, I'm, I mean this sincerely. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Coach Self. I mean, I played in the Big 12, and I was an assistant coach, and that was the scout that I was in charge of. I've seen him whip people now. I'm talking like the, what they do at Kansas and how relentless their effort is and their championship mentality. We wanted to compete for that. You know, like who wins loose balls? Who wins rebounding? And like to have an atmosphere like this that gives you the lift to be able to do it on every possession is unique. And I've played in a lot of buildings, but this is one of a kind. So that is uh, the head coach of Texas Tech on the uh, the building and how it sounded last night. Here's the opposing coach, Bill Self, on uh, the atmosphere at the United Supermarkets Arena last night. I've always thought it was good. It seems like uh, it's usually good when we come down here. Uh, and uh, I've, I've, I've always thought it was good. Uh, uh, there were some lean years that it probably wasn't as good, but it seems like, you know, after Chris got hired, and 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 then of course uh, with uh, Mark, and now now with Grant, it seems like to me that people are excited about basketball down here. It's good for it's good for our league too, for for Texas Tech and and, and the other teams to be so competitive. And 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 uh, so yeah, they're they're doing it. You guys are doing a good job down here. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, last night was a great blank kicking of the Bluebirds. I loved watching it happen and watched it again. Okay. Be a good one to rewatch. Yeah, be a good one to rewatch. Uh, Brian says this, uh, really enjoyed the win last night, but it really bothers me when our students chant obscenities at the other team. I know I sound like an old man, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I get it. I understand. Um, and, and maybe not that one time is acceptable and don't do it any other time, but... Um, it's, but it's not one time. It's not one time, and it was it was loud last night, and it, and and the the more you scored, the louder it got. I mean, it just, and that's what we want. I mean, yeah. I love our student yeah. section, the energy and yeah. the atmosphere that they bring. I mean, part of what he's talking about is is what our students are bringing to the table, mm-hmm. and I know we're not the only school in 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 America that has kids that chant, you know. 
you know, um, obscenities of mm-hmm. some sort or whatever. It just feels like it happens way too much in our student section, and I, I would like us to not be known for that. Yeah. Okay, I'd like us to be better, but um, I don't think that's going to change. It just kind of seems like that's it. Just keeps getting passed on and passed on from mm-hmm. people to people. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the what to do there. I don't think you can put you know adults over there to every time they start a chant. Okay, you guys out. Because you can't pick out who it is. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know what you have to do. And again, the, I mean. These other like words you could use, but I mean. It's, you'd like to think the guys that are leading the chants, the ones that are starting these chants would, would you know, would kind of lay off of that kind of stuff. But I mean, again, they're 18, 22-year-old yeah. kids. I mean, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I also just kind of, unfortunately, just sort of accept it. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's not just, it, I'll just say this. It's not just the students too. I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty yeah. of others as well. You yeah. know, pro- probably you would tell yourself, unfortunately, it starts at home, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have been places before and I can remember, I, I can, you know, I've told you guys the story about walking at a Houston football game where the Red Raiders were playing and being cursed at by 18, 19 year old girls and just immediately saying a quick little prayer that I hope my daughters when they are of this age and they are on a college campus and they are hanging out with their friends that's not, that's not how they mm-hmm. would would respond and I think everybody has to take it a little bit like hey you know try to do your part you know with your with your own or whatever mm-hmm. but we also know when they get together <laughs> it's it it's gets a mob crazy. mentality it gets a little crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean and, yeah. and look I mean you you want that you want that frenzy um you you want that energy you want them to come to the arena and you want them to have fun and you know all those all those things so yeah. somebody you know. on the chat line says love having caleb rogers i completely agree yes. i think that is mm-hmm. so incredibly cool mm-hmm. I, I i mean it it just makes me really root for him as a football player and yep. all that i love his personality out yep. there and he's a guy that i feel like he could fix this yeah. Like if it was going on and yeah, Caleb right. grabbed a mic and said no, that it would stop. Yeah. Like because the player, or excuse me, the students respect him. Yeah, well, he's you one know? of their own. Yeah, or like got to those guys that are kind of leading the chance, say, hey, let's do this instead. Let's say screw KU or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, we probably skip that one too. <laughs> I mean, but it's a little better though. It's better, but still. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, it's um, better. I feel like they he they would respect him enough that they would listen to him. Yeah, and I was. I but mean, I mean, that's his job is not to police the students. No. His job is to get them excited, and all, yeah. and I think he does an awesome job. I, agree. I really love that. That's so much fun. I agree, and I I I, w- I was excited to see uh, Baron Morton out there too last night. Um, and uh, I mean, here's your starting quarterback out there, kind of leading the leading the student body, and he was out on the floor last night, and uh, he was. Uh, he was he was involved, but uh, Caleb Rogers, you know, he has a big smile on his face and just looks like a fun-loving guy, right? I mean, I don't know him, but he looks like a fun-loving guy. Somebody says Raider Riot is the problem. No, it's not Raider Riot. It's just it's. It, what is Raider Riot? It's the, it's what they call the student section. I mean, it's okay. the, I mean it's a club. It's where it's not know. just a group of like ten guys. No, uh-uh, it's, okay, uh-uh, it's the whole student uh-uh, section. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Uh, best part of the game when Warren Washington was left open, hit a mid-range 20-footer. 
if he could get to where he could shoot like Tariq Owens, man, that dude would be a force. Not that he isn't already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last time we beat KU by 29, we went to the Final Four. Any predictions for this year? <laughs> good God. We're just trying to get to the – have a good seed in the tournament. We crushed him that night, too. That was yeah. a lot of fun. And that was you know, at their place. I, I didn't think that uh, Chuck could be outdone in the, you know, I don't want to look ahead. But the chat line – Already predicting a final four. <laughs> That's uh, that outdid Chuck there. Well done, chat line. Yeah, I was, you know, I had you already just kind of win the rest of your games. I mean, in fairness to the chatter, Jeff, he just said any predictions. Yeah, any predictions. He didn't say we were going to. Yeah, he didn't say he we were going to. He just made a to. statement. Yeah, he made a. You're the one jumping to conclusions. Yeah, he made a, he made a statement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Coach McCaslin's kid is a hoot. The kid is all bought in and supports his dad slash team. They said on TV last night the ushers have to go down and ask him to get out of the aisle quite often. Okay, well, you know, let him let him do what he needs to do, you know. And I love the fact that uh, people are excited um, yeah. uh, about their team and uh, creating energy. Because we've all been in that building plenty of times over the years where you're like begging the students to, or anybody to, you know, create an atmosphere. And they certainly have created an atmosphere over the last few years that is a lot of fun to uh, to go and be a part of. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. All right, it's our typical overreaction Oh, day. love it, love it. Okay. Today on a Tuesday, instead of normally we do it on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge win for the Red Raiders last night. Seven and four in Big 12 play. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to tell me what your final conference record will be. Mm. Final conference record. One, two, three, four. Um, gosh, I don't really like that. I was going to, I came up with, got to 12 pretty quick. That means you lose two. Um, I'll say 12 and six. I'll I'll have you losing to uh, Iowa State and UCF on the road, but winning everything else, which means two road games at West Virginia, which has been tough for you, and at Oklahoma State, which hasn't been so tough. And by then, they may have thrown in the towel. Okay. I'm counting. Hang on. Sorry. I was listening and counting at the same time, and they got me all messed up. Uh, I've got a loss on Saturday. Takes you 7-5. to five. TCU, UCF, Texas wins. So that takes you to 10. West Virginia win, Oklahoma State win, Baylor. You going to 13? I don't think I'm going to 13. I think I'm staying at 12. I think that's a loss to Baylor at home. So but, losses to Iowa State and Baylor? Iowa State on the road and Baylor at home. Yes. That's what you got left. <clears throat> yes. Okay, I have losses at Iowa State, at UCF, at West Virginia. Mm. So I have the Red Raiders at four and three to finish it out and have a really, really good 11 and seven. Which we record. all would have taken at the start of the year, right? Oh, goodness. I would Still have taken, would. I would have taken eight and eight. Yeah. Yeah. You mean, well... I'm sorry. Nine, nine and nine. nine. nine, okay. and nine. Yeah. I still would. Like, I mean, not the 
with the record that Jamie just put, I would be completely satisfied with that. This is not a situation where um, if you drop one extra game that I'm predicting or even drop one extra that Jamie's predicting, this is still a phenomenal season for what you uh, had expectations yes. to going into mm-hmm. the season. And the turnaround that has happened since last year, all of that factors into it. And sure, your expectations expectations have been raised because of their play and what they have accomplished and wins like last night. But you still have to t- every now and then take a step back and go, wow, look where we came from and look where we are. Mm-hmm. If the season ended today, it's a good season. So what would you what would you take right now if the basketball fairies or gods or whatever came to you and said, Jamie, you get to pick, you get to have this, but you get, you can't say all of them, but what would you, what would you take right now? All but one? <laughs> would you take 11 and 7 right now? I think I would. I think I would. Um, although two of my losses, West Virginia on the road mm-hmm. and... UCF on the road, I think are, I 100% think that are winnable. I think you have a shot. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you have a win on Saturday in Ames? No. Oh, you, oh, oh, I thought you said losses at UCF and... I did. I said two. I think I, I, I think you. are you absolutely are winnable. I don't list... I mean, it's winnable at Iowa State. Don't get me wrong. There's I nothing that says you can't, but mm-hmm. I don't think the odds are very high. Okay. Of that. You know, it's okay. hard. I mean, it's a hard place to but win. There's no question. Iowa State, or excuse me, uh, UCF and West Virginia, I feel like they're more toss-up games. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, th- uh, I think Baylor and Texas are toss-up games. More so Baylor than Texas, but I, I, got, I have you winning that one at home. Texas one, I feel a little bit more confident in. Golly, you know, I mean, you, you look at what you almost did against Baylor in, in your uh, weakened team on Saturday, you know, in, in almost beating them on the road. I feel really good about playing them in, at home, especially if you're at full strength now. Yeah, it doesn't always work that way. But, yes, that, that makes sense, what mm-hmm, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, don't know the status of Warren uh, Washington. You know, if he comes up with some kind of broken bone in his foot, then that – that kind of changes things a little bit for you. Yeah, if he if comes he, up with it. Yep. Yeah, if he's only, if he's <laughs> well, I mean, if you, it, it's just it, it didn't look good, and then but he was, you know, but he kind of played through it. It's it's kind of like Pop Isaac, you know, when he went out with his whatever it was with his knee, whether it was just he got hit in the wrong spot and he just couldn't run on it. But then you know, a few minutes later, he's driving the lane. I'm like, okay, well, that knee looks pretty good to me. But man, it was. I'll tell you the thing. The thing that impressed me last night, really for both teams, there were a number of times where guys got hit in the face, and it didn't even look like they winced. I mean, like looked like hard in the face. Like there was one time, two players, one for KU and one for Tech, both guys just got popped in the right around the nose, mouth area. I mean, let's face it, you get you accidentally hit yourself in the nose, and you're like, mm, mm. but I mean, I didn't even see any facial reactions. And part of that's those guys don't want to show weakness, right? Which I get. But still, I mean, it's only natural. You know, if you get popped in the teeth or the or the nose or something like that, that you're... On, um, on the, you know, one of the plays late in the game where 
Robert Jennings threw down the big dunk. Uh-huh. Yeah, he got slapped across the face on his drive into the lane and just kept going through it and yeah. finished with a big finish. Flurry. Finished with a flurry. Finished with a flurry. Uh, somebody says this, the big fella for KU threw his arms and elbows all night long. Yeah, he he sure did. He uh, he didn't look like a million-dollar player. Somebody asked me last night, was he a million-dollar player? Was he? A, I have no idea what those guys cost anymore. It's not like there's a contract that you can... I guess there is, maybe. Who knows? If you can do a freedom of information request on... Can I see the NIL on blah, blah, blah? I don't even know if you really want to know that. Uh, this, uh, good morning, Red Raider Charlie here. Baylor will see the same crowd Kansas saw last night, and our guys are going to be ready for those Bears. I will go 11-7 and seven like Jamie. Okay. Somebody, and he wants to know, who was the last Red Raider to score 30 before last night? Chance had 27 earlier, but do you know? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, this KU has gotten away with so much without so much as a slap on the wrist. It was nice to hand them their backsides on a platter. The student <laughs> chants were understandable, if a little vulgar. <laughs> a little vulgar. <laughs> Just a little vulgar. Uh, tech needs to bring in Mahomes for the UT or Baylor game again. I don't, uh, going back to the question about scoring 30, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if this is the last time. But Keenan had 38 against Texas in the Dagger game. I don't know if that was... So it's at least since then, if it's been between now and then. Mm-hmm. My guess would have been Keenan, um, but it feels like... Maybe Jemias? It feels like it's been done since then. But I don't know who it would be. Like, yeah, I'd have to... I, I don't remember... Uh, Culver getting over thirty. I don't. I don't remember that being part of what he did. Jemias, maybe. What about Culver, some on the chat line said Culver against Iowa State. Yeah. I'd have to. We'd have to effort that. We'll I'm efforting that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven thirty nine this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. <laughs> Excuse me. Somebody said that I sounded calm this morning. Is that different than other mornings? You sound calm and reserved this morning. Okay, not from College Station Red Raider. I'm feeling fine, feeling great. Calmed and reserved. I mean, sometimes I sometimes I flail my arms from time to time. Trying to draw, draw charges? Trying to draw charges, yeah. Flop. <laughs> so I can get a flop warning. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, somebody said Pop had 32 this season. Red Raider two guns. You'd have to, you'd have to look, go in, go in and look at that uh, really close. All right, we'll have uh, some uh, high school hoops on the air for you tonight and this afternoon. It all starts this afternoon with uh, friendship as they take on Pebble Hills out of uh, El Paso. That game will come to us from Fort Stockton today. So if you're unable to make the drive, uh, you can uh, listen. On Double T 97.3 or the Double T 97.3 mobile app. That'll be at 3.30. Lubbock Cooper today takes on Plainview. That'll be at 6 from Abernathy. We'll have it on 100.7 The Score. 
And then the Liberty Boys will play Childress at 6.30 and the Friendship Boys tonight on Double T 97.3 against Permian at 7.30. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 8.02 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Good morning with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us this morning on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. We come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio and anxiously await more of your opinions and thoughts on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to WT973.com for that or the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at 806-771-0973. Just, uh, just a thought on the uh, on the uh, basketball games today for the, for the high schoolers and especially for the friendship one. I... I struggle with the three thirty start time, um, and especially when you're putting it in Fort Stockton. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of great reasons for it, because you're playing an El Paso team, and so you want to have it be somewhat fair to to both sides. But is there not another gym that would be available where they could play that game at six or at seven? Do you think they want to play at six or at seven? Don't you think they want for their people to be able to travel back home and be home at a normal time? Maybe so. Maybe I, that's. I guess if you're going to take the day, you're going to take the day, right? Might yeah, as but well. I mean, you play it at six or seven, and you're driving back and getting home at yeah. one in the morning. Yeah, you're probably you're probably right. See, that's and and then you've now made tomorrow harder, harder. Yeah, yeah, you're probably. So I, you're, I don't think that's a have to. I think that's a want to. That's a want to. Okay. I don't see, and I don't have any skin in the game. I don't have any kids on the team or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and if you're a parent of one of those of those kids, yeah, take it, off at it noon. It doesn't matter. Then, it could yeah. be at two in the morning, or you're you're mm. gonna go watch your kid play, mm. whatever. Um, yeah. So you'd rather be home at a normal hour. Yeah, you're probably you're. See, see, you. I was starting to, I was starting to get the plans out for a little outrage factory, and and you're like no. We don't need a convenience. We don't need an outrage factor. That's just my guess. I don't know that for certain, but if I was one of those parents... Okay. And you may be in that situation next year. I hope so. Yeah. Um, If uh, if I'm one of those parents, Mm -hmm. I'm appreciating that it's early. Okay. All right. Okay. Then I'll... Then I'll I'll, uh, and, I'll back off. And my guess would be, because it happens every single year, that Friendship's going to be playing in El Paso School in the first round in Fort Stockton. In Fort Stockton. That's they, they take up residency there, you know, yeah. on, a, on a pretty much annual basis. And after the game, I'll be home by 9 o'clock or whatever. And, and you'll be here. I'll be ready to go the next 0, morning for you. Yeah, okay. Well, see, there you go for me. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to be here alone. No, with Jeff. No, I don't want to. You know, alone we, with Jeff. Well, I mean, uh, you'd sense need. We'd be fine. <laughs> okay, so that you've talked me off that ledge. Okay, got it. Yeah, again, I really don't think that's a have to. I okay. think that's a want to. That's a want to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. This is a true fact. Amazing what can happen once your team gets past the flu. It's, uh, it's got to be uh, helpful. Yeah. To have everybody not dragging. Yeah, I would, I would, I would think, including your, including your coach, uh, Coach McCaslin, and his post-game comments on uh, Double T ninety-seven-three last night were highly complimentary of his, of his team of coaches for the defense and the the uh, game plan that they put together 
to take on Kansas. And I mean, you look at, at what uh, what you limited them to last night: seventeen of fifty-two shooting, three of sixteen from beyond the arc, and then they were thirteen of seventeen from the free throw line. But in the second half, <coughs> they were just uh, um, five of uh, eight. Uh, shooting-wise from uh, the free throw line. They were 8 of 9 in the first half, and Red Raiders turned it around. Uh, Texas Tech was 14 of 17 uh, from the free throw line in the second half. So a uh, much better job of uh, of getting to uh, to the rim and driving it inside. And, you know, I, I still look at the second chance number, and there's a big fat zero there for Kansas, and they only had four offensive rebounds. And, you know, for a team that we've talked about has struggled, you know, to dominate another team or even just out-rebound another team, you did that last night. You dominated them 42-26 to and uh, 34 defensive rebounds, which limited KU to just four offensive rebounds and no second-chance points. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not the difference in the game, but it's one of those things where you go, it sure kept you from uh, it kept them from doing what they like to do, which is score inside, you know, and and try to get some long, you know, long rebounds off the missed threes. I mean, they didn't they weren't very good from three last night. They were three of sixteen, and they only had twenty points in the paint. And Tech had had twenty eight, and you outscored them eighteen to ten in the paint in the second half. And and really, you kind of you kind of coasted for the last. I say coasted. I mean you. You didn't have to play hard the last seven or eight minutes of that basketball game. It it was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was celebrating. It was fun time. It was it was definitely garbage time. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think uh, the the uh, the faithful there at United Supermarkets Arena uh, enjoyed the outcome. I mean, there was a smattering of KU fans behind the bench, but other than that, there have been times. Over the years where, um, especially if it's on a Saturday or whatnot, that some uh, people come down from southwest Kansas or, you know, New Mexico or something along those lines and and have made their presence known. I didn't really, I didn't get any sense of uh, any kind of KU presence there last night with the exception of of those behind the bench. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. I didn't really, I didn't really seek it out. I didn't necessarily look for it. Um but I just usually there have been times when there's been a lot of blue in the building, but I didn't I didn't see it, at least at least from my vantage point last night. So that's that was you know it was good that uh, you hung on to your home court advantage and and um, and made your presence known last night. Speaking of uh, the faithful, I didn't know this. Maybe I didn't I didn't know this. Did you know that that's what they call their fan base at uh, with the Forty ers That they, that. That that's like a thing that they call the the fan base the faithful. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And they they even got that on their on their stadium and stuff like. I mean, they and then they were constant. I don't know if that's a new thing. I don't know if that was the, a Joe Montana thing, but it's just I don't ever recall even in their dominance. You know, when when Montana or Young or you know when the Cowboys were playing them. You know, and and dominating them. Oh, the faithful's here today. Oh, the faithful. Well, the faithful showed up. Well, the faithful really kind of, you know, but they sure were talking about the faithful <laughs> over the last, you know, at the NFC Championship game, and 
in a couple other of their playoff games. But yeah, I just was like the faithful. What is this? The faithful. <clears throat> this when you're struggling to score like KU was second chance points is the way you get back into the game with easy uh, putbacks and Tech did a great job of shutting that down. Okay, thank you, Coach. That was Coach McCaslin texting in there. Oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. secret text there. Secret. You think Coach McCaslin's the type guy that would listen to sports talk radio? Yes, I don't know if he listens to this. To this, <laughs> this is really not sports talk radio. It's I was disappointed last night. Radio. I didn't. I didn't. I don't, he doesn't seem like the kind to me. He probably listens to some kind of eclectic music on his way to work. Eclectic. Yeah, Joey McGuire, I think, is all in. I think Joey McGuire's personality that would listen. Yeah, yes. yeah, he'd be like he'd be like Mac from uh, you know Hail Center calling you think in. Think he's got a uh, burner account on here? I don't know. Or he texts the chat line. I don't know. I don't know. This has been the Morning Drive podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double t ninety seven three dot com.